I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal here, as always, with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson, who always shares scams that we need to watch out for. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Patty. Well, today I want to share some findings from a survey which was just released from the McAvee Corporation, and they offer online protection. And they just released a global scam message study, and it had some pretty interesting findings. And one of them I thought was kind of hilarious. And it's this, most Americans would opt for a one-time root canal rather than face a year of scam messages. <laughs> mm, boy, that's a tough choice. Of course, if they're going to take your money, you know, you can't have that. So I guess we'd go for the root canal, but I'm, I have a real fear of dentists. So they're both pretty darn horrible, Vicki. They really are. And the survey also found that people receive an average of nearly 12 fake messages or scams daily via email, text, or social media. 12. Oh my gosh, that's such an onslaught of messages. And it creates a lot of opportunities for scammers to catch someone off guard if they're doing it that many times a day. Also, there's a lot of time spent trying to figure out which messages are real and which ones are fake. I mean, I just kind of say they must all be fake, but I could be missing out on some good stuff. (laughs) I'm in the same boat. I, I think the same thing. And according to this study, it takes about 94 minutes each week to figure these things out. And of course, AI adds to the problem. Thanks to AI, it can be very difficult to know if that delivery text or bank alert notification is real or not. And survey participants did notice that the messages had fewer typos or errors and that sometimes the messages were very personal. And I think we can thank social media for that. You know, we have talked about that before, Vicki. It used to be, we'd say, watch for the bad grammar. You know, it's so easy to spot these scams, but no more. You know, they can have perfect grammar. So it's getting harder and harder to spot the scams from the real messages. That's right. And the survey lists the five most common kinds of messages that people are receiving. And Patty, I think this information is important because it tells us what to watch out for. And of the five most common messages, number one is, you've won a prize. Well, that makes sense. We all get excited thinking that possibly we've won a prize. And we know from watching television and the lottery, other people are winning prizes. So why not us? So um, the next one was missed delivery or delivery problem notifications. Now, this usually comes from somebody posing as Amazon or FedEx. Yeah, and I think many of us have experienced this one where we get a fake Amazon message uh, giving us updated information about a delivery and oftentimes it's something that we never even ordered. And of course, this gives a panicked reaction because no one wants to be responsible for paying for something that they never ordered. That's right. And of course, because people are shopping so much online these days, again, this approach really works because as you say, you don't want to pay for something that you didn't order. So the next one was the Amazon security alerts or notification messages regarding account updates. 
And the last one was Netflix or other streaming service subscription updates. And of course, they're fake. So I think what this survey is telling us is to be very suspicious if we get emails about prizes, purchases that we didn't make, delivery problems, and pretty much anything from Amazon. Because most likely these messages are fake and if we click on them and follow the link, they'll send us to a phone number and uh, we're probably going to be connected with a scammer. Right. And I'm not surprised that Amazon is at the top of the list because it's just such a huge company. Almost everybody I know uses its services. So scammers have a lot of potential victims to choose from. Absolutely. And coincidentally, and I'm sure many people got this, I got a message from Amazon on my iPhone very recently. My first reaction, Patty, was to be suspicious because so many scams start with a so-called message from Amazon. And Vicki, we've talked about several of those. So what did this particular message say? Well, the subject was stay safe by learning to identify and avoid impersonation scams. Well, that doesn't sound like it came from a scammer, although I'm going to hold my judgment on that because it sounds like they're trying to help you to beware of scammers. Did they list any scams that we've talked about? Yes, the message starts out by explaining that during this time of year, there is an often surge of impersonation scams. And they identify two trends. The first is an email attachment scam. So that's where the scammers send you emails posing as Amazon, and they include attachments stating that your account will be suspended or put on hold. Wow. A message designed to get your attention and raise a little bit of a level of fear, especially around this time of year when we're trying to do our Christmas shopping. What did they say the danger was in this message? Well, these attachments prompt you to click on a fraudulent link to, quote, update your account. And these links will lure you into providing personal information such as payment information like your credit card account number or account login credentials. And Vicki, what should you do if you get one of these messages? Well, Amazon says don't click on the link or provide any information unless you authenticate the email or verify the link. And apparently you can do this by going to the Amazon Message Center. That's the Amazon Message Center. And apparently this message center shows a log of messages that are actually sent by Amazon so you know if the message is legit or not. A second scam they talked about was the Prime Membership Scam. Now, I haven't heard about this one. These are unexpected calls, texts, or emails that refer to a very costly membership fee or an issue with your membership. And what these scammers trying to do with this message is to get you to provide bank information in order to, quote, reinstate your membership or cancel a purchase that you didn't make. Hmm. Did this message from Amazon offer any tips to identify scams and keep your information safe? Yes. The first tip was always go through the Amazon mobile app or website when seeking customer service tech support or to make changes to your account. And second, and we've talked about this, be wary of false urgency. Boy, that is so true, Vicki. We've talked about this so many times before. When someone's trying to convince you that you must act now, it's a huge red flag that it's a scammer. Although I must admit, pushy salespeople do the same thing. This is true. Mm -hmm. Another tip, never pay over the phone. Apparently, Amazon will never ask you to pay with gift cards, 
nor will they ask for payment information. And finally, review the link for misspellings or other mistakes. Legitimate Amazon websites contain Amazon.com or Amazon.com front slash support. Amazon.com. So look for that to see if it's a legitimate Amazon website. So in other words, ignore the link in the message. I know it's so easy to click on it, but don't because it's so easy to not notice a slight variation and go directly to the URL that you know is the legitimate site. Absolutely. And finally, the last thing they suggest is verify the email sender. You can hover your mouse over the from part of the address to see what comes up under the sender's address. And sometimes you'll be very surprised. Doesn't look anything like Amazon. And finally, if you receive a call or a text or a message that you think may not be, may not be from Amazon, report it to Amazon.com front slash report a scam. Amazon.com front slash report a scam. So Amazon does want to know what these fraudsters are up to. Well, I bet they do. I mean, that could really cut into their business. And of course, they do such a wonderful business, but it's great that they're putting out some warnings to help us spot the scams. Yeah. And Penny, I actually have some other warnings to share today. And these came from the FBI and from AARP. And I wanted to share them today because we are in the holiday buying season and this is exactly what they are talking about, shopping during the holidays and the warnings. And the first one, we've talked about this a lot, making a purchase through an online ad, including professional looking websites. And they often offer a very popular item at a hugely discounted price. Be very suspicious. You may end up with nothing or an inferior product. So be suspicious of deep discounts. Secondly, gift cards. We have to be careful about gift cards because scammers can take gift cards off the rack, manipulate them. So when you take the card and activate the card, the money is drained off of the card electronically and sent to the scammer. So the suggestion is purchase gift cards directly from the retailer or the store if the cards are located in a secure spot. And package scams. We talked about this. You get a text claiming to be from Amazon or UPS saying your delivery is on hold because there's a problem with your address or there's insufficient postage or no one was home to receive the package. And the text will lead you to a phone call or it will ask you to click on a link where they ask for all kinds of personal information. Avoid the links, type the web address into your browser or contact the shipping company using the address you know is accurate. Don't Google it because the first number that you might come up with might be from a listing paid for by a criminal. So don't just Google FedEx and think that you're going to get a legitimate number. You may not. You may be getting a number that goes directly to a scammer. Charity scams. If you have a question about whether or not this is a legitimate charity, because a lot of people solicit during this time of year, including scammers, and you can get some very sympathetic phone calls, you know, people really pulling at your heartstrings and you want to do the right thing and give to that particular charity, don't. Check with the Better Business Bureau. Look out for fake websites. Be very suspicious of phone calls, people asking for money over the phone, and also emails. 
go to a legitimate charity, one that you know, one that you've used in the past. And if you're trying to maybe branch out and go to another charity, check with the Better Business Bureau first. And finally, the suggestion is check your credit card statements. If you bank online, you can probably check them every other day. If you don't bank online, as soon as you get your credit card statement at the end of the month, go through it carefully to make sure nobody but you is using that credit card. So that's it, Patty. Those are the warnings. That's all, Vicki? Oh, my God. A lot of warnings, but you know. I know. We just have to be... I know we have to be so on guard these days. It's it's really too bad, but it is what it is. Maybe the next technology that someone will come up with is a better way to spot the scams. I don't know. But uh, yeah. yeah, right now, our best defense is to educate ourselves and to be able to recognize these scams or be suspicious. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you gave us so much good advice. I know last week we ran a little long and didn't have time for the good news. Do you have any today? I actually do. This is the press release and this is the caption, five sent to prison in nationwide fraud scheme targeting elderly victims. Now, these five individuals were living here in the United States, but they were from India and they were involved in the tech support scam. That's where you get a phone call saying something's wrong with your computer, turn your computer over to me and I'll fix it. And pretty soon you're down the rabbit hole paying a lot of money. And the victims in this particular scam were usually elderly throughout the United States. The victims were told that they had to pay by gift cards, Western Union, MoneyGram, or by mailing cash. And if they didn't pay, they were often threatened, which was very frightening. These were elderly people. And this was, I thought, an interesting statement from this particular press release. The court heard evidence from victim impact letters that described the suffering that almost 200 victims, many of whom were elderly, had endured because of this fraud. Some victims lost their life savings. Others were threatened when they refused to continue to pay and described continuing fear and ongoing anxiety after being watched through the video cameras on their home computers. And the court said this sounded like a horror show. So we are glad that these people are going to be in prison and they're not going to be around defrauding our vulnerable senior victims. Right. I'm really glad to hear that. Well, that is very good news, Vicki. Now, if somebody wants to report a scam to you or they just want to talk one over to see if something that seems legitimate is a scam or if they'd like to be on our show to tell their story, how could they get a hold of you? My phone number, it's my direct line. It's 805-568-2442. And I'll repeat that, 805-568-2442. Thank you, Vicki. And we don't want to be gloomy because there's a lot of wonderful and beautiful things happening during the holidays. We just want you to be very, very careful. That's right. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye.